another question that um, was actually brought up with Myra was what type of rocks were used, correct? So um, in the Temescal that I experienced in Mexico, there were volcanic rocks. And I can see that maybe in Costa Rica, that would also be something that's utilized because Costa Rica also has volcanoes. Um, so the volcanic rocks are very common uh, used in Temescal because they're actually able to withstand high temperatures and they can release beautiful steam that's very even. Um, I believe that that's probably why the steam in the Temescal that I was saying was so beautiful and white and dense because of the fact that they used the volcanic rocks. Um, there's a type of volcanic rock called basalt, which is spelled B-A-S-A-L-T. Uh, and it's a popular choice during um, this type of ceremony. So it's interesting to know that. I do not know the differences in volcanic rocks, to be honest. Um, but it's uh, interesting to know that. <laughs> so I wanted to go ahead and give you guys that part information. And then... Um, Granite is also utilized um, because they retain um, the heat and they're able to go ahead and stay hot for a long period of time um, because they're able to hold it and, and have that extended period of heat, you know, um, making them suitable for prolonged heat requirements of their ceremonies because the temperature has to stay um, at a certain level and then be able to be raised up in different uh you know different levels right because it's four or five depending um so another thing too that um is utilized is river stones not only are they smooth and rounded um but also because they're likely to crack less under the heat and they're suitable for creating steam when water is poured over them so that might be also a different type of rock that you might see in a Temescal or Sweat Lodge. Um, and then they might use lava stones. So lava stones are kind of like volcanic rocks and are prized for the ability to absorb and retain the heat um, because they, um, obviously they come from, you know, similar vo as volcana. Uh, they're coming from similar as volcanic rocks. The difference is that they're made from the lava, right? So um maybe in hawaii they might use lava stones because there's a lot of, lot of lava uh in costa rica they could be using lava stones too because there is a lot of lava uh, stones over there um so they're a good choice for generating a wonderful steam as well um another thing that's used is soapstone and soapstone um can be used in some traditions because it also um heats up very quickly and retains the heat very well and then sandstone, uh, which is also used um, because it can handle high temperature and it can release uh, very good steam when the water is poured over it. Now, I think Mara mentioned, um, she might have mentioned limestone, but I don't know if limestone would be a, store, uh, a stone that's, that's utilized. Um, not from what I've seen on my research, but... You know maybe it is but she did mention that some of them were cracking so who knows um but again the rocks are used are because they're they're usually um sourced okay they're usually very um 
but the but the people who do the the ceremonies they just don't grab a random rock from anywhere they they kind of like look at it they make sure that's free of impurities they make sure that there's no cracks because they don't want them to explode when they're overheated um and they they're also um seasoned or cured to remove any moisture and they're also uh, being taken care of um that's why there's a person that moves the rocks the fire um starter or what was the name that we use for it the fire tender okay his job is not just to move the stones but also make sure that the stones are in really good quality to be able to be utilized for each ceremony so he's always looking at the um, structures and making sure that they're working correctly that there's not any cracks that um that they're gonna have a wonderful experience and they're able to facilitate um this experience through the wonderful uh, rocks that they have picked out that can sustain the ceremony for a long period of time and they probably switch them out whenever they get a little crack or they're not able to use them anymore um, there could be other a specific type of rock like like I mentioned uh, depending on the cultural traditions the ability of the um, materials in the area uh, as well as the sacred elements uh, to the ceremony and what type of rocks are needed for that ceremony to be um you know done so uh, this is very important to to know as well that um you might want to ask some of those questions to the translator and to the shaman um after your ceremony or before your ceremony um to get a little bit more um you know in-depth uh look of what you're going through what you're going to experience uh, which is important um, for you to know that so again you know it's a beautiful ceremonial ritual experience make sure you're respectful um, you know make sure that you reduce your stress you have that purification um, and that you are able to go ahead and partake in the beautiful culture that the Temascal and the uh, sweat lodge has to offer so another thing too that is very important is what is the difference between a sweat lodge and a temescal, right? Because we talk about pretty much what exactly was the same uh, throughout, right? So some of the things that are different, again, temescal, think Mesoamerica, indigenous cultures, Aztecs, Mayas, uh, very, uh, very gr uh, indigenous groups of Mexico to Central America, um, and the Nuhald world and the language of the Aztecs, which means house of steam or sweat lodge, um, is what actually Temazcal means because it comes from the Aztec word. Um, and then the sweat lodge, just remember that that's the term that we, we give it, but indigenous people uh, from Native Americans um, in the northern tribe of in the northern parts of America, actually, they're the ones that really did the sweat lodges more than anything. Um, and they have different words for it, uh, which we'll go over in a little bit. And then also remember, a temescal is typically small and round. It's almost like a dome structure. It's usually made of materials that are natural to the area, like stone, adobe, or clay. The one I was in was like that, and that's why it also maintained a cold temperature on the floor and on the walls. It is constructed with a narrow entrance and a low door to keep the heat and the steam inside. So remember, if you have knee issues, if you cannot crouch, uh, this is not for you. 
uh, unless somehow we're able to make one that you can roll in there with your, uh, you know, sitting down or whatever. Um, or I don't know if you could do it standing up because the heat is too much when you're standing up. You really got to sit down. Um, sometimes the stones are called abuelitas, little grandmothers, and they're heated outside and then brought to the temescal. So you'll have um, the structure of the temescal and then you'll have like a pit in the middle um, that is going to be uh, a little bit deep enough to hold at least three or four or five rows of stones on top of each other and then enough to have the water in there as well and it's not going to be too big it's maybe going to be um i want to say maybe three feet by three feet or around there you know um and then um outside you're going to have like a little oven area where they heat up the stones and where they grab the stones from and they move them back and forth um inside the the temescal on the sweat lodge is um they have various designs depending on which Native American tradition is uh, holding the ceremony. So they might look a little different from each other. Um, they could look like a tippy-like structure. They could have other shapes. They could be round. It could be dome-like. Um, the materials could differ from de depending on who uh, and what culture is specific to it. Um, so there could be um, wood elements, there could be stone elements, there could be um, drapery, uh, there could be um, all type of uh, situations that um, make it uh, the, the a sweat lodge environment. And but the, the, the stones are heated just the same way as the temescal, um, and they're moved back and forth inside a pit the same way. The only thing that changes between the sweat latch and the temescal is the, how the structure actually looks. Um, again, the sweat latch is, is what um, Mara experienced, and that's why hers was uh, a differently built. It, it was more like, a, like a, um, a skeleton made out of you know wood and uh, branches and then covered with uh, different materials. And those materials could be indigenous to that culture. You know, they could be Navajo uh, mats or Navajo drapes of some sort um, to kind of give it that specific look or feel or whatever it is that they're going for. Um, and then another thing too is that um, you have to remember that the ceremony and the symbolism of the Temescal and the Sweat Lodge could be very similar and also a little bit varied. So remember that the Temescal is, represent, is representing the, the cardinal directions and elements, okay? Um, and therefore, the structure has a progression of the direction of each um, significance of each direction and element, okay? So uh, in the Temescal ceremony, they incorporate the indigenous Mesoamerican spirituality and beliefs in the north south east and west and the powers of the north the south the east and the west um, because they're important now on the sweat lodge um, it can vary depending on the symbolism and rituals of each native american culture that has the temescal uh, and among the tribes that have the temescal um, sweat lodge um, uh, ceremony and there could be different elements. So some of those elements can differ from it being north, out, south, east, and west. Um, and it could be other elements that are introduced there. So um, I don't know the exacts of it, but I do know that they vary. So 
Um, that's something also that to keep in mind that when you do experience that, you want to ask questions. That way you know exactly what you're going into and you know um, the experience that you, you, you don't want to be just going in and being confused and not knowing what's going on. But you want to go in there knowing. And especially, again, you're trying to um, create that grounding, create that um, communion. And communion means that you have to ask questions. So another thing that is important about the Temescal and the sweat lodge is that um, you have to remember that the Temescal is mainly used in Mexico and Central America. Panama, Costa Rica, and Mexico are the main areas to find a Temescal in a traditional manner. And the sweat lodges are found in various forms among the Native American tribes in North America. So you're not necessarily going to find a sweat lodge in Florida. It could happen. Um, and we might be one of the only ones in Georgia, if I am able to go ahead and make a sweat lodge or Temescal. <laughs> but, um, you know, I would like to be able to uh, have those type of um, ceremonies available because I want people to experience them because I feel that they're important. Um, also remember that the Temescal, it is um, utilized in Mesoamerican cultures and sweat lodge is another word that is utilized that is more easily um, pronounced in America, in the United States of America, but that the Native American tribes actually have their own names to to pronounce uh, sweat lodge that they call it. So the Lakota, Dakota, and Nakota people um, of the Northern Plains refer to the sweat lodge as a Inipi. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. So if you are Lakota, Dakota, or Nakota, uh, and you are able to uh, call me and be on my show and tell me how to pronounce Inipi, that will be great. And um, I would love to be able to experience an Inipi uh, ceremony with the one of those tribes as well. Again, also, we have the Lakota, who also has another term that they also use besides Inipi, okay, that uh, translates to sweat ceremony, which is, um, well, I might I might not say this correctly, and I, and I warned you guys, I was going to butcher some of these names, and um, again, call me, contact me, try to correct me. Uh, and tell me exactly how to say these words because I do not know and I'm trying, you know, as much as I can. So the, um, we want, we want wachipi. Maybe that's how you say it, but it means sweat ceremony in Lakota. Um, <clears throat> I could go ahead and try to spell these words, 